Welcome to the Birth Lounge Podcast, an empowering space for expecting and new parents to hear candid conversations with experts, support your mental health, and learn the tips and tricks that thousands of parents have used to craft their ideal birth. We will answer all of your questions, the scary ones and the weird ones, to help calm your fears and feel confident going into your birth. I'm going to help you redefine what birth and motherhood looks like and how to embrace your journey. I've intentionally crafted an amazing list of experts to help you navigate pregnancy, explore your birth options, and plan for postpartum so it can be a time of soaking in your tiny human. We're going to go there on all the hard topics so that you can dive into finding your confidence and freeing yourself from fears around childbirth. With almost 10 years of experience in family education and a master's degree in human development and family studies, I created this podcast as a way to share information so parents can make educated and informed decisions about their care during pregnancy and childbirth. This is a birth community driven by evidence-based information and research in hopes to help you explore your options, understand your rights, and know what choices you have along the way. I'm your host, Hee Hee. Now let's get to the good stuff. Hey, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of the Birth Launch Podcast. Today, I am joined by my friend, Bianca, who is the founder of Society's Plant and the creator of High Society Mama. Today, we are going to be diving into cannabis and pregnancy. Ooh, spooky, scary topics. (laughs) I love bringing the taboo topics to you guys because you know this is a safe space where you get to ask the questions that you may not have anyone else to ask to, and you can count that we're going to give you evidence-based answers. So, Bianca, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes, I am so excited to have you. So let's start right there. Evidence-based practice. It gets fuzzy when it comes to cannabis use and especially cannabis use in pregnancy. Tell us about that. We have a lot of, we don't have a lot of data in science and what we do have, how good of quality is it? Most of the science and the research that's been done on cannabis includes a lot of other substances. So it gets very, very murky. It's really difficult to find any information that is just based on cannabis use. Most of all the research has been combined with um, alcohol, other drugs, other substances, and nicotine, tobacco. So it's really important that you read a little further into the research that you're reading to really understand where that data is coming from. Sure. I mean, everything is paid for these days, so. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) How honest is the data that we have? Oh, it's so challenging. Um, We do have a lot, a lot, a lot of anecdotal data and, um, and also the resources that we have for the different ways that you can use cannabis are very vast. So I know we're going to get into some of that, but the options are out there. So cool. Okay. So anecdotally, we know, I know, you know, listeners, you guys may not know, but there are (laughs) thousands of people who use cannabis in pregnancy for a variety of things. Um, And 
the majority of these people actually don't feel like they can be honest with their provider. And so there are these communities of people who have done so much research, who have all this anecdotal, I'm talking thousands and thousands of anecdotal stories of people who have used cannabis in pregnancy and they share their stories with others. So Bianca, step us through the things that you're familiar with. You've seen people use cannabis in pregnancy to combat the aches and pains, morning sickness. What are we using cannabis in pregnancy for? I would say most commonly number one is for nausea and it can be such a wonderful tool for that because it is natural. It's not taking any of the pharmaceutical products. A lot of people during pregnancy can't keep food down and the detriment to that is definitely um, felt by your baby. Like we have to get them enough nutrients to be able to grow and thrive. And so how a mom chooses to combat that um, is really, really a challenging decision for them because they're faced with all this data that's telling them, no, 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 this is the worst option. Yet there's all these hundreds of thousands of people that have used it and it works. So that's where it gets really tricky. And on top of that, the inability to talk with their providers about it just compounds the issue because if you tell your provider that you're using cannabis, you are putting yourself and your baby at risk of massive headaches, trauma of CPS involvement, child protective services. And I always say the trauma that comes from child protective services is much, much, much worse the mental heartache pain that a mother goes through dealing with child protective services is so much worse than anything that the plant possibly does to them. So like weighing that as part of your decision is really important because as much as I would like to recommend that people not be afraid to try cannabis, I highly recommend them not to talk to their provider about it. And that can be really challenging for some people. That's so sad. And it makes it actually dangerous in a way that you don't have distrust with your provider, which is so crucial in a patient provider relationship. And without that, that relationship isn't safe. It is actually dangerous because you can't be transparent with one another. That is so sad to me. And if we're talking about broken systems in our country, CPS is top of the list. It is just so utterly sad. Okay. So morning sickness, what else? Yeah. Um, so morning sickness, sleep issues. Yeah. Insomnia. Yes. Um, aches and pains. Yeah. Um, you know, that lower back pain that comes along the way. And, um, additionally, I like labor pains. Yeah. Um, there's people that are using it mainly in a home birth setting because consumption in a hospital can feel really risky. So, but it is, it is effective, but I also want to add in that being comfortable with using the plant prior usually comes along with that because especially if you're a new mom, the process of birth is so like frightening, overwhelming. And that's what I know that you provide so much guidance for. And that's what you're able to bring to the table for 
you know, so many moms to really feel comfortable in that birth process. But if they haven't experienced using the plant outside of that birth situation, that can add a lot of added pressure and might not come out the way that they want. So, um, easing into it is definitely an important part. And, uh, my number one thing that I like to tell people if they are deciding to use cannabis during uh, pregnancy is that they're using the minimum dose to get the desired effects. Okay. So going along with that, talking about consuming it, something that I'm familiar with, and I'm in the Boston area for listeners, um, is it microdosing with a tincture under your tongue? So there are multiple ways that somebody might be able to consume cannabis in pregnancy. Can you talk to us about the ways, but also the things that we know, pros and cons of each? Yes, absolutely. So the most typical ways of consumption would probably be broken into smokable, products and non-smokable products. So you would have like your tinctures and edibles or suppositories in the realm of non-smokables. And then within the smokable range, you would have um, smoking pre-rolls, joints, pipes, um, vape pens, um, vaping, flour. And so there's definitely a range of options of ways that you can consume. And then to take it a step farther, beyond just which way you're consuming, there's which cannabinoids you're consuming. And yeah. so the sort of queen of cannabinoids is THC. Uh, that's the one that's most well known, but there's a lot of other cannabinoids that can be very effective, especially when we're talking about nausea, pain relief, sleep, that can really help that are non-intoxicating or not going to get you that same high um, stoned feeling that can be very effective. And I think a lot of these get overlooked. So um, CBD is probably the most common that people have heard of. And CBD is really good for inflammation, anti-anxiety, um, nausea. And CBD, very much like THC, can be smoked as well. Wow. Uh, and then I'm going to also go over CBDA and CBN. So within the realm of CBD, CBD can also be smoked. And so I think that's another area that people really overlook. And the benefit of smoking CBD or THC is that you're able to smoke just a little bit, have immediate effects so that you can evaluate how you're feeling and then add on to it if needed. When you're taking an edible or a tincture, you're not going to feel the effects for maybe 30 minutes, possibly two hours. Mm -hmm. And so it gets really hard to try to dial in that dose. It, especially if you're needing that immediate effects, if you're puking your brains out, we want you to be able to get relief immediately. And that's where smoking really comes in handy. The other little known and very little talked about cannabinoid is CBDA. 
And CBDA is the prerequisite before the product turns into CBD. So when you heat the plant or combust it, smoke it, when you're making an edible and you process it through a heating method, then you're going to get CBD. CBDA comes when the plant is growing, it's fresh off the plant and it is the prerequisite to CBD. CBDA comes from the plant when it's in its raw form. So the only way that you can consume CBDA is if the plant has not been processed, it has not been heated, and it's still keeping the integrity of that original cannabinoid. The benefits of CBDA are still have a lot of room for research, but what we do know is it can be up to 11 times more absorbable, it, it can also be even more effective at fighting nausea. Also inflammation and general pain relief that comes with inflammation. So as we are going through our pregnancy, you have a lot of changes happening to your body. And so that's where CBDA can really start to play in as a general wellness tool to be taking on a regular basis. And so at Society's Plant, which is our hemp company, um, we grow all of our products here in Southwest Michigan on our farm. And we really try to stay as close to the plant's original form as we can. So we provide a lot of smoking um, uses for the plant. Um, and we also have a CBD plus CBDA tincture, which is our raw tincture. And this one is loaded with CBDA. So this is actually my go-to recommendation for mothers who are, or potential mothers, who are pregnant and then experiencing a lot of nausea on the daily, a daily basis, because this is something that you can take every day. It's not going to make you feel intoxicated or high, but it is going to be very effective at fighting, uh, that nausea. And we also have it in soft gels that are really easy to take on a daily basis. And so getting ahead of that or staying ahead of the nausea can really play a big role in making sure that you have a comfortable and, you know, you're thriving throughout pregnancy. And so I think a lot of people automatically jump to THC and think that that's their only option. Yeah. But what we don't know about THC is exactly how much is getting through to the fetus. We don't know the effects on a developing brain. The studies that we do have on kids that have used THC is that it does um, it does affect their their brain development. And so, I use THC as a last resort if you've tried CBD or CBDA and it's not effective. Then your next course of action would be to use THC in that minimal dose to get the effects, desired effects that you're wanting to get. 
And so if you don't extract it by heat, how is it extracted? It's not, when you say it's, it's available in the raw form, I'm imagining like people like munching on cannabis, like literally eating it. Um, so how do you extract the cannabis, the, I guess the CBDA, if not by heat? So there's multiple extraction methods and some do involve heat. Um, We do a cryo uh, process that is pulling out the cannabinoids through uh, it's cold. So cold extracted. And so some of the cannabinoids do get converted. Uh, That's all comes with age and like over time, they naturally, that's their destiny. <laughs> that's yeah. they're, they're heading from CBDA to yeah. CBD. You're going to get some CBD in the products, um, that are CBDA dominant, but then you're also going to get a good amount of the CBDA. And one of my favorite ways to get CBDA is from drinking teas because you can use the raw plant form. Um, We use uh, hemp stems from our products and we put them into our teas. And because the teas, they are heated, but when you're pouring in, you know, recently boiling water, it's going to immediately start to go down in temperature. So you're not exposing the plant to over 200 degrees for 30 minutes because your tea pot, your tea mug is not going to stay that hot. If you do keep it boiling at that temperature, you're going to have a purely CBD tea. But the majority of people, when you put your tea into steep, it's not going to be boiling. You're going to keep some of that CBDA and some of it will convert to CBD. So we have a whole line of teas that are delightful. If that's a method that you like to consume, um, the teas can be very relaxing and calming. And we also have a tea called the Mama's Abundance Tea, which is specifically formulated for uh, postpartum care and um, with uh, red raspberry leaf, oat straw, nettle, and um, orange peel and ooh, rose hips. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And um, that one also has a little bit of chamomile in it too. And that one's just really wonderful for women who are uh, going through your cycle. I take it every um, time of that mu- of the month. And it really helps with my cramps because as I'm sure, you know, red raspberry leaf is wonderful for the uterus and for helping with healing um, that area of our body. And so it also provides support for that, um, for during our period and um, it's also great for general like immune boosting. So, um, and what about topical use? Yeah. So we have, um, our magical plant salve and this one has CBD and CBDA, um, cause it is the raw product. And so that's why you'll see it has this beautiful green tinge. Yeah. <laughs> 
but it's the like real raw product that's in there. And topically, you're not going to feel any of the effects as far as that calming feeling that you might get generally when you take CBD, but you will get that on the spot relief. So it is great to use as a back rub, a belly rub. Um, it does have, pep- this one does have peppermint oil in it. So it, we actually say on the bottle that you want to use it only externally, not on brain to treat bruised ego or scarred emotions. Yes. So <laughs> it's meant to only be used externally. <laughs> um, but I, I really love topicals, um, whether they have THC or CBD in it. Um, THC will add a little, anytime you combine THC with CBD or any of the other cannabinoids, you're going to get a more holistic entourage effect. And that's when the cannabinoids all get to work together in synergy to create a stronger, more cohesive experience for your endocannabinoid system. And so the endocannabinoid system is our body's internal regulation of um, receptors that can receive the cannabinoids. And so uh, what a lot of people don't know is that our body is built to receive cannabinoids. Um, and so topically it's a great alternative, but additionally, your body is meant to receive it internally as well. Fun fact, cannabinoids are also present in the breast milk. So that's yes, I always uh, love naturally, right? Like your body already has them in your breast milk. So um yeah, and so no, I don't want my baby to get them. They're already getting them. Your body's already given your baby cannabinoids. And so what's interesting about that is the reason that your body produces those cannabinoids is to help baby with the suckling process and for them to want more. And So if our body is deficient in cannabinoids, that's where when you try cannabis and you bring that into your routine of wellness, if your body is deficient and it's needing them, cannabinoid therapy, whatever method that you use might be very effective for you. Other people, maybe they might not feel the effects as much. And so it's really an individual process and something that people have to go through a little bit of um, trial and error and having someone like you that can help, you know, hold their hand and provide a little additional support for them to feel more comfortable in that process is really something special that I love that you're open to hearing about. So thank you. Yeah. I mean, so I, I, I just view cannabis as medicine. I really do. I think that it is a multifaceted medicine that can be used for a range of things. Um, And when people are like, Oh my God, you have to trial and error yo, we trial and error every medicine, literally every medicine that you're given by your doctor is a guess or a base level that they prescribe you. And then we 
we individualize it from there. We go right. up or we go down. And that's how that it's like, this is not a new idea that we're going to like trial and error uh, your cannabis use. Okay. So Bianca, if people are like, I need to know more, I am really intrigued by this conversation, or maybe they've been thinking about experimenting or already experimenting, but feel really alone and are looking for a safe space that's really dedicated. So we do talk about this in my community, but a hundred percent, you know, kind of dedicated to cannabis use in pregnancy and motherhood high society mamas for them tell us all about that and how people can connect with you and your products um if there's any that you haven't mentioned that might be specifically helpful for pregnancy or postpartum absolutely so at high society mama my goal is to help mothers be more confident in their choice to use cannabis and so I know that people come from a range of experiences with cannabis and I just want to provide a space where people can learn, enjoy themselves, experiment with cannabis in a safe space, discuss what's working for them, what's not. And so I am on all social media at High Society Mama. We also have a community page, High Society of Mamas, and that is where we feature all sorts of other moms and their experiences. So it's been really fun to be able to share other people's experiences of the plant on that platform. And my website, highsocietymama.com is going through a big, beautiful facelift. So that will be debuting soon. And we are going to have tons of resources, other moms' stories, and also um, a directory of products. So that are mom owned and personally also endorsed by me because I know that there's a sea of products out there and it can be really tough to navigate. So, uh, at society's plant, we, uh, society's and we offer lots and lots of products there. We have everything from gummies to tinctures, salves, teas, smokables, vapes. Um, and that can all be found at societiesplant.com. We also have a membership program where you can receive a quarterly box. We have one that's a Canamom box. So it's been curated, comes it's curated specifically for mothers and it comes quarterly featuring all sorts of different brands and products that we think that mothers might enjoy. So uh, another resource that I just want to mention for people who are interested in learning more is Danielle Simone Brand's Weed Mom book. I love this book. Ah, it's so good. It is so so good. good. It's so good. And so this is like a, if you're into reading, this is the guide for the can of curious. If you're wanting to to enjoy reading about cannabis, go here. If you want to read a lot of scientific data, go to the go to Google. <laughs> so um, I, I just love this because she um, she's a really fun writer. Yeah. Like yeah. you get to enjoy reading the book, you get to enjoy learning about cannabis, and she has 
really great education in there that makes it really easy to learn how to use cannabis. So, um, yeah, I think that's a really fun resource. (laughs) And no judgment. That book is truly no judgment on whatever you choose. It's really there. And it is, it's lighthearted. It is spirited and you read it with ease. I, Absolutely loved it. Um, so right. I, I like laughing. You're like laughing with her, and you're like ready yeah. to cry with her. Yeah. And you're like, yes, this is it. This is it. I love this. And it's just one of those books that you're like, you feel like you have a new BFF. Exactly. You like can't put it down. All right, you guys, this was so much fun. I hope that you are leading with a little bit more confidence than maybe you hit that play button with when we started. Bianca, this has just been you have something to say, go for it. Yeah, I do. I just (laughs) realized. Um, so on my Instagram, there is a, to the right of the little play button, there's a guides section and I have a guide on all that has all of my posts on pregnant cannabis and pregnancy. So if you're just looking for a quick resource to learn about, um, where some anecdotal information lies, there's a lot of posts on there that have hundreds and hundreds of comments. And so if you're looking to read from other people about what they've gone through when they were using cannabis during their pregnancy, that's my go-to because it really helps people to feel more comfortable that like, it's like, where do we look for that anecdotal data? And it's a lot of it is on social media and uh, same with on my TikTok. Um, I have a post on cannabis and uh, or mothers using mothers using cannabis during pregnancy, and that post has like four hundred thousand views and hundreds and hundreds of people saying that they've used cannabis during their pregnancy and how effective it was that I couldn't have gotten through my pregnancy without it, and you know all the sorts of those things. So um, I really think that the anecdotal information is important just for people to feel more comfortable. And so I, I really enjoyed getting talked to you today about this. And I hope that people are willing to just explore the plant a little bit and just know that you don't have to start with THC. CBD is a great starting point. And I'm really excited to see what further data comes out about CBDA because the initial results on CBDA are that it's even more effective at combating nausea. So if we can just get ahead of that nausea and already have our body be um, nourished with cannabinoids, then if we never reach that nausea point, how much better is that? Yeah. You know, it's like, it's hard to recover from when you're, you know, days deep of all day puking. (laughs) So that is so true. It's so nice to know that you are not alone. All right, guys, I hope you're leaving here with a little bit more confidence than when you hit that play button and uh, finding your confidence in cannabis use. Check out High Society Mama. Go hang out with Beyond. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I truly do value this community and I love hanging out with you. If you found today's episode helpful, 
share it with a friend, share it with someone who might also find this information helpful. I'd love to hear what you have to say and read your sweet words on iTunes. You can leave us a review and this helps get this information into the hands of parents who might also benefit from hearing it. If you're interested in joining The Birth Lounge, you can go to thebirthlounge.com. Our blog is linked there. You can find all sorts of free information as well as how to get your access to The Birth Lounge. You can always hang out with me on Instagram as well, at Tranquility by Hehe. Until then, stay educated, stay supported, stay confident. Hey there, just a friendly reminder that nothing in this podcast is to be used as medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please consult your healthcare provider with any questions or concerns you have about your health or anything discussed in this podcast. Side effects may include educated adults, informed decision-making skills, and consensual care. Tranquility by Hehe and the Birth Lounge are not responsible for any ideal births that were created with this podcast. The birth parent deserves all the credit.